eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So Lamar has asked for a trade. And honestly, in the past couple of years, this has not been the first time that a Raven has asked for a trade. Now, people ask for trades all the time, Cordell. This is not a a thing in terms of just the Ravens. Um, all 32 teams have had someone say, hey, I, I don't want to do this no more. I want out. I would like a trade. Um, but in this town, in recent years, we've had um, a, a guy that was a left tackle asked to be traded, um, a guy that was a wide receiver in the first round asked to be traded, and now the quarterback of the franchise is asking to be traded. So, um, you had three different instances that I mentioned in, in terms of Orlando Brown, Marquise Brown, and Lamar Jackson. And, and again, this is something players do on every franchise. But is it something that you feel is a concern in terms of how many players, impact players, um, on the Ravens have asked, asked for a trade in such a short period of time? I do think it's a little bit of a concern. Um, the Ravens have a lot of Ravens fans have had their issues with some of the draft picks over the last couple of years. Um, some guys haven't panned out to be what they want them to be. And some guys have turned out to be good, but just not as good as expected. Right. And so I think it's dangerous when you are losing so many of your own hand-picked guys in such a small span and it uh, most of them are on the offensive side of the ball and granted they're all for different reasons whether it's scheme whether it's their role whether it's money um it doesn't matter it's the fact that all of these different guys have asked out from the Ravens and the Ravens have continuously granted all of these guys their request um I've, I've said it before. I think um, perception is reality and the perception around the league is all. I mean, you look at the wide receiver perception around the league for the Ravens. P- 
people ex- receivers don't want to come to Baltimore. And I know we can say Greg Roman this and Greg Roman that, but even before Greg Roman, the Ravens historically aren't an organization where you just think about the wide receiver position when you think about the Ravens. Um, it, it's, it's been a, a bugaboo of theirs since their existence, and it continues to happen. I mean, they just signed Nelson Aguilar. The, what last week? I mean, th- that's that's their wheelhouse. That's where they live. They live in the world of Nelson Aguilar's, and you have this perception around the league that those are the only types of receivers that want to come to Baltimore, and it's dangerous because it truly does impact some of these guys' decisions when they have an opportunity to come to Baltimore. And I think in this case, it's similar where it's dangerous when you have this perception growing that you aren't keeping your young players happy, specifically on the offensive side of the ball. I I don't think that's the reputation the Ravens want to have. You've already had Hollywood Brown last year asking out. You had, you mentioned Orlando Brown. Granted, his was for, uh, he wanted to be a left tackle and the Ravens weren't going to have him be their left tackle, obviously because they had already paid all pro Ronnie Stanley. Then you got Hayden Hurst who acts out, albeit his was also because he did, he basically lost out on the tight end position to Mark Andrews. But again, regardless of the reasoning, when you see that it's a continuous pattern of players continuously wanting out, it's it's not good. And then you see it's a lot of your key players, right? Orlando Brown was a key player on the offensive line. Hollywood Brown was a key player in the offense. Lamar Jackson, one of the biggest key players in the league. And let's not even quit. Let's not. And while these guys haven't necessarily asked for trades, I'm going to throw Rashad Bateman in there. I'm going to throw J.K. Dobbins in there. Both offensive players, key offensive players coming out publicly complaining about their roles, complaining about how they've been used, complaining about the uh, strength and conditioning. Like it's a bad look. It's a bad look. And and the Ravens have been this organization that people kind of look up to in the league, right? You know, everybody respects the Ravens culture. Everybody respects the Ravens way. And I do think they've had a couple of chinks in their armor over the last couple of years. And they've looked a little more human um, compared to the rest of the league right now. And and now with this Lamar thing and Lamar asking out, I just think it's a dangerous precedent to set that whether this is what they're trying to set or not, it's just the way it looks. It's the opticals a lot of times. And this is a homegrown player, a player you drafted that basically, at least on the individual level, turned out to be everything you wanted him to be and then some. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I do think that the optics do not look good. Um, the Orlando Brown and the Hayden Hurst trades don't really bother me much. Orlando mm-hmm. Brown clearly wanted to be a left tackle at the time um, when um, they got Ronnie Stanley back. He moved to right tackle, and, and we know how he feels about being a left tackle. So right. there's that. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with Hayden Hurst feeling like he wasn't getting his burn and wanted to go somewhere else. Although I do think it's very weird that every time Hayden plays against the Ravens, he has, like, some weird vendetta against them. Brother, we didn't know that you were going to mess up your foot and that Mark Andrews was going to be the emerging star as a result. I mean, it just happened. But you got your way out peacefully and yet so right. for some reason you hold some weird grudge against the Ravens and it's very weird. Still feels now, like he's the one that got away, you know. Uh, uh, okay. I mean the Ravens 
feel no way about that because statistically Mark Andrews is better than you and have done better than you. And it's okay. Sometimes it just works that Rita, way. You right? have the ex that is like when they, you know, that's like, they want to show you the, you know, what you're missing <laughs> out on. And, and then you're like, bro, I'm not even looking at, I moved exactly. on. Good. Like it's cool. <laughs> I see you, but I'm cool. Exactly. I, I, I don't mean, I mean, okay, you, you still look good, but I'm good over here, you know, because my girl is better. That's right. what we got going on here. So that doesn't bother me. The Marquise Brown and the Lamar Jackson trade requests do bother me. Mm -hmm. The Marquise Brown one obviously does because clearly that was a situation where they where he felt like on the field, he was not being valued or being played in the position where he should. And that was a schematic thing, right? And mm -hmm. obviously we can put that back to Greg Roman. And I'm going to put that on John Harbaugh too, yes. because John Harbaugh is his, is the head coach yes. and he should be able to say to Greg Roman, I need you to put him in better positions to get yes. the ball or more positions to get the ball. And he didn't. So there's that. I do. Th that is concerning. Lamar obviously is concerning because although I do think that it's about money, mainly I would not be surprised that some of this is not about how he has been utilized as well in terms of this uh, in terms of offense so those two definitely stick out and I agree with you that the, the addition of J.K. Dobbins who by the way is on the last year of his con his rookie contract mm -hmm. and then Rashad Bateman have publicly had things to say about the organization even though Rashad Bateman did go back and apologize and kind of retracted his statement a little bit. But J.K. Dobbins is just beyond one, okay? And I don't think he even cares. He just no. is going to say what he wants to say, yeah. or he's going to like all the, the tweets that y'all say that he wants to say, and and that's just what it's going to be. And you do have to find a way to to, to kind of bring people back, just kind of, you know, bring some stability back into, because what you're used to, in terms of the Ravens, in terms of like them having pretty quiet off seasons and and, and not having a lot of drama being played out publicly, now you're starting to see those things come out publicly, and that's not something that they're used to. So yes, I I, I do think I do think that there's some concern. I, I if I if you make me put a percentage on it, I'd say fifty percent. I say if there's a fifty percent concern, but the other fifty, I think it's just kind of how things go. You know what I mean? In terms of the Rashad Bateman situation. I think he just didn't understand the context of it well. Now, if you're a James Prochet or a Devin Duvernay, you'd probably feel some type of way of, of what um, EDC said. But I don't think that, that that comment was towards Bateman. But I also understand why he reacted the way that he did because he is in that group of mm -hmm. those guys. And so that, that there's that way to feel. And then, you know, the Dobbins situation. But ultimately, the Ravens have to find a way to bring the bring them home and to not allow these things to be manifested um, to the point where they're asking to be released. They're asking to be traded because that's the part that's unfortunate. And again, that is not something that is not uncommon. All these teams got players, but it really does feel like the last couple of years, the Ravens have really had an influx of guys who have publicly publicly shown that they were unhappy or publicly wanted out and wanted to move forward. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nah, I totally agree. Like, you don't, you just don't want that to be an ongoing thing. And it's been something that's gone on the last couple of years. It's their young guys, right? Yeah. It's a lot of their young guys. That's that's the alarming thing. Um, and maybe it's, you know, I, I know the Ravens way has worked throughout their history, has worked for a lot of their players throughout their time there. But these young dudes we're seeing around the league, they're different. They're coming in different. They're, they're not necessarily the same types of players or the same types of people that have played in the league before them. So I think maybe you there's an adjustment. You have to be able to evolve with the times. and. Yep. Maybe the Ravens just need to look at, and I think they're starting to obviously with the change in offensive coordinator, which is overdue. Um, but they, that's just one of the things, but they, I think they need to start looking at some of the ways that they do things that they have done since the beginning of their time that yes, albeit has worked, but we're in a different time. Now these players are different. Their personalities are different. Social media adds another layer that you didn't have to deal with in some of the past years. Um, I I just, I just think that it's time for them to maybe reevaluate from top to bottom in the organization, the way they do things. I'm not saying completely change who you are or don't have the Ravens way anymore or anything like that, but Everybody, I mean, you in the offseason is that time to kind of self-reflect, self-scout, right? I mean, you this is what you're supposed to do as an organization. I do think there are little things that they're going to have to change to make sure that they are trying to keep their players happy. I mean, and, and even just in terms of Lamar, I, I just I just think you don't want to set the precedent that you you are going to draft players, especially at the quarterback position, because it's such a unique and high paying position as is. I mean, the numbers only going to go up even after Lamar. The numbers that you're that they that you're that you're playing that you're paying elite quarterbacks is only going to go up. Yep, they don't go down. What are you going to do? Are you going to play this game every time you get a you? Let's say you do draft a Caleb Williams or somebody else that turns out to be better than Lamar. Yep. What, what, what are you going to do then? Are you going to have this same song and dance? Are you going to say that I'm, you know, I'm not keeping my players here or are you going to eventually do what it takes to make it happen? And I'm not saying this has, I'm not saying that the Ravens are wrong for how they're gone about it with Lamar or anything like that. Like it's, it's ultimately their choice, but at some point you've got to kind of put the, the, the stopper in the tub and, 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 and not allow yourself to, lose your best players. I mean, it, it, you know, franchise can really sustain the type of blow that I think that the Ravens are about to take if they lose a Lamar Jackson, even to the value that they get back in a trade, those picks, who knows what those picks are going to do? Exactly. Those picks are going to stay on the roster. I mean, come on, let's be yep. real. So, I mean, it's, it's a shift. It's a huge momentum shift in your organization. And I, I just think that lessons need to be learned on both sides once this thing is done yeah I agree with you I do I've said this on this podcast numerous times that I do think that sometimes the Ravens are doing this old-fashioned thing that like maybe the two that applies to the 2000 team but this is like 2023 and so many things have evolved from there um and so I, I, I just think that you have to find a way to 
you know, just come up to the times. I'm not suggesting mm-hmm. that you be the next group that does fully guaranteed contracts. Yeah. If that's what you and your friends decided that y'all don't want to do. But I think that you have to find a way to get very close to what it is that that so then that way you don't lose your right. best player. And that's basically all I'm saying, because guarantee contracts are moving up anyway in terms of like um, value. You know, we're, we're we're at the point now where over 66 percent of these contracts now are for quarterbacks are becoming guaranteed. So, you know, it, it's not if it, oh. it's not guaranteed today, but eventually we're. We're heading that we're, we're on the road. I mean, even if it's 20 years from now, I'm just making right. the point that, you know, at some point I do feel like it's getting very close. Even if so, mm-hmm. even if you try to give Lamar 70 percent of it, 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 I don't know what we don't know what the, the request is. Right. We don't know. But I'm saying that if it's if it's close to like 70 percent, find a way to try to make this work, because, again, this is yet another player that's asked for a trade request and it doesn't really look good considering that there's other guys that have gone out and asked for trade requests as well. Now we know that the Brown situation, he didn't publicly do that. We didn't find out about it until after the draft, but um, Orlando Brown was pretty vocal um, at the end of uh, the, his last season with the Ravens and, and was saying, I am a left tackle and you know, all of that other stuff. And then we found out that he had requested a trade. So you just don't want to keep doing this. You don't want to keep having guys ask for new uh, teams because for whatever reason, you know, they don't feel like you align with what they have going on. So hopefully um, that they can stop the bleeding on this and it's, and this, the bleeding can stop here with Lamar Jackson and they can find a way to, to keep this guy in Baltimore for a few more years. So we want to thank you all for listening to the podcast. We'll be back on Friday. I'm pretty sure that we're going to continue to talk about Lamar Jackson because that is the topic of the <laughs> of the time. Right. Got a couple more day, a couple more weeks till the draft, but we are inside the month. We are T minus whatever days. We are inside one month, so we are less than one month away from the draft. So eventually, we'll start talking about the Ravens' needs, who they can pick from the draft, uh, if there's a trade, how many picks that they have. Because as we know, as of right now, they only have five picks in the draft and they do not have a second round pick i'm not complaining because i'll take roquan smith any day of the week by the way but we will find out more in terms of uh draft needs and what the ravens intend to do for that so thank you all from cordell to me this is winning drive